Well, Estonia just, just announced its new uh, package, which is uh, bigger than ever. And uh, the expectation is that there will be other countries also coming with uh, major decisions. So I think the expectations are quite high, actually. Do you expect that also Germany will finally agree to send the tanks? <laughs> well, <laughs> that has been, of course, the most frustrating uh, issue. I would expect eventually they do it. There is so much pressure on Germany, and it's just looking increasingly more um, awkward and, and counterproductive how Germany has handled this. So I can't see they can kind of uh, postpone it for forever. If you look at the broader picture of what to expect, so uh, war, uh, how, how, what it takes to end the Russia's war in Ukraine, is that just uh, the West's military support or is something else also needed? Well, first of all, it is um, very difficult now to predict uh, when and how exactly the war will end. But um, it's very important in the West to uh, recognize that uh, this year is really decisive and the amount of uh, Western support, uh, especially military aid, is of decisive importance. So if Ukraine uh, gets uh, substantially more heavy weaponry, that enables it to uh, liberate the occupied territories and uh, also to withstand uh, Russia's uh, efforts to introduce some new offensives, which are very likely to happen. Uh, then there is actually a possibility that uh, Ukraine will win sufficiently militarily so that it can uh, kind of uh, uh, dictate uh, the terms of uh, the settlement. But um, it can also go in other ways. It is possible that uh, the war will be prolonged for several more years. And then it will be, of course, uh, increasingly difficult to sustain uh, the Western uh, support. Uh, Ukrainians themselves, of course, continue to, to uh, fight. Uh, they have no other option. It's uh, really existential for them. But uh, Russia also has uh, ability to uh, keep going and continue the war for, uh, for quite a uh, long time. How much do you think it's West, Western responsibility that war drags on now and might drag on, as you said, because of the West's reluctance to send heavy weaponry? Mm. Um, the Western response uh, from the very beginning, the 24th of uh, February 22, has been uh, coming in small steps and uh, this has prolonged uh, the war already and it has increased uh, the amount of, uh, of destruction and deaths in, in Ukraine. That's the unfortunate truth. And uh, the West cannot be neutral in this war. It is not uh, possible. Uh, we have to see ourselves as uh, actors that are involved and the outcome depends on uh, the Western uh, contribution. And also, of course, the outcome will really determine uh, what kind of security order we will have in the coming uh, decades in, in Europe and even beyond Europe. Uh, so I think the West does bear a huge uh, share of uh, the responsibility. And, and uh, it's clear that uh, Russia wants to fundamentally uh, change uh, the European security order. It wants to go back to some kind of uh, Yalta to you know Yalta agreement from uh, 
1945 or, or even the Vienna Congress in the early 19th century when big powers came together and uh, decided over division of uh, spheres of influence uh, over the heads of uh, smaller countries. And uh, this is something that uh, we absolutely don't want to go back to. Russia must not be allowed to impose its uh, sphere of influence on any of its uh, neighbors. So this is at stake. Uh, some, some experts have counted that uh, NATO member states, 13 of them, have more than 2,000 heavy tanks. Why there is such reluctance to send at least 100 to Ukraine? The West has been very cautious with um, sending uh, heavy weaponry because of uh, fear of escalation. And um, the concern has been first uh, to avoid that um, the war in Ukraine expands into a Russia-NATO war and second, to avoid nuclear escalation. Um, but has I think that the, actually the worked problem, out? The problem has been that I think um, um, the sphere of escalation has uh, made uh, the Western uh, support kind of uh, too cautious, uh, too constrained, and um, it has not changed Russia's uh, calculus. I mean, Russia has set its aims very clearly. It wants to destroy uh, Ukraine's existence as an independent state. And uh, it does not uh, step back. Russia is putting uh, into this war as much uh, capability as it uh, can. Uh, so the West has really not been doing very well at kind of escalation management. It has been too uh, risk averse. And, and uh, this has also then uh, prolonged the war and made it more difficult for, for Ukraine to uh, defend itself. But now, uh, what is your take when seeing what is happening? Do you think this fear of the Western governments to escalate, is that disappearing, this fear? They are not anymore worried that, that they might provoke an escalation? It has not disappeared. And of course, uh, it is something to be taken seriously. After all, Russia is a nuclear power, a major power. Um, but I think the West has um, improved uh, with its capability to kind of manage the escalation risks and uh, it is uh, assessed uh, now that uh, the risk of uh, nuclear escalation is actually much lower than it perhaps was and I think this is uh, uh, to a large extent because the Western messages especially from the US have become uh, more clear and, and strong that if Russia really uh, where to uh, resort to any kind of use of nuclear weapons, uh, the consequences would be devastating for Russia itself. And, and so this creates deterrence, uh, of course, uh, from the Western side, which unfortunately was not quite there in the first uh, months of the invasion. So it's a learning process, and, and this is something that uh, the West, I think, has to learn from this war, that. Uh, it has to do better with escalation management and not let uh, itself be kind of uh, frightened by, by uh, blackmail, which uh, Russia has been uh, practicing. But uh, West overestimated Russia's military capability before February 24th. Maybe we are still overestimating Russia's nuclear capabilities. Uh, that uh, we can't really say. Um, I don't think... Uh, this uh, can be subscribed to. Um, rather, uh, with regard to nuclear threat, 
the important point is indeed that Russia must be aware that the Western response to any use of nuclear force would be absolutely devastating for Russia, so they would not do it. What do you think is the uh, lessons uh, for Estonia and for Baltics in general to be taken from, from the way how this war unfolded? Um, we have seen in Ukraine what happens when Russia occupies territories. We have seen, you know, Bucha and Irpin and other places where the Russian occupiers have been there, they have withdrawn and left behind uh, horrible suffering. Uh, so this um, gives us the lesson that uh, the Baltic states uh, need to have like defense capability from day one. They have to be able to push back uh, any possible attack or invasion immediately because uh, the earlier uh, NATO um, strategy was to uh, reconquer territories in case of uh, uh, occupation, which would uh, mean uh, really such destruction that our small nations uh, might not be able to survive that. So that's the important lesson that uh, now in NATO we have uh, the concept of forward defense, uh, defending all the territories from day one, uh, pushing back the aggressor immediately.